0: Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey, folks. Dr. Joe Esposito here. Today we're talking about hormones. In the first half of the show, we covered a lot of uh, symptoms that you may experience. So if you're just tuning in, this show's on our website, drjoe.com, and you can watch the whole show there or listen to the whole show there. Uh, I don't want to rehash everything. I've so much to cover. So let's talk more about hormones and the things that you can do to help balance out your hormones, because many people go to the doctors for anything. Whether well, it's neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hormone issues, digestive issues. Doc, fix me. That's what they say. You got to help us. Okay, I'm not with you 24 hours a day. So when, I, when you're in our offices, we can give you the best chiropractic care in the world. And we can work on your stomach and help with acid reflux and heartburn. And we can recommend food changes and, and, and supplements. And that's great. But when you're not with us, you have to take responsibility for that. <clears throat> so I'm going to give you tips on things that you can do every single day. <clears throat> Excuse me, so excited here. Now, there's more than 80 human hormones that have been identified. We're probably going to find more like we usually do. All with distinct different roles. Each hormone acts as a chemical messenger, and it's aimed at a specific, what we call target cell, and has no effect on any other cells. So the hormone will float around your body until it finds where it's supposed to go. Uh, And when a hormone acts on a specific target cell, it can change the way uh, that cell behaves and make it perform a specific task. For example... The hormone adrenaline causes your heart to beat faster. And the hormone gastrin helps your stomach secrete gastric acids that help digest certain foods. Hormones exert their influence in very small concentrations. Every molecule packs a big punch. This is why when you're exposed to endocrine-disrupting chemicals like BPA and phthalates, they're so dangerous in tiny amounts. Now, BPA is bisphenol A, and we find that in a lot of different products, especially in canned foods. And if, I don't know if you remember, if you are old enough, you used to have to scrape the can out to get the food out. Now everything slides out. So they'll use things like bisphenol A in that. They'll use it in plastics. It's a plastic, basically. It's, it's part of a plastic. And now you may see things like BPA-free. Crazy people like me jumped up and down and screamed and said, hey, listen, BPA is dangerous. So now, pe- now manufacturers are saying BPA-free, which is good. Sometimes they use BPS. So if it's cheap, if a cheaper product, chances are they're not using BPA, they're using BPS, which is bad for different reasons. So that's why I prefer you try to get plastics out of your life. The only time you should ever put something in plastic is if it's cold. If it's hot, don't put it in plastic. If you freeze it, don't put it in plastic. Because if it freezes, it's going to scratch the plastic and release some of these chemicals into your food. So endocrine-disrupting hormones like BPA are very dangerous. So different hormones also act on a variety of timescales. For example, Adrenaline acts on your heart for a few minutes. So you, you get scared, your heart beats, it calms down. Estrogen, which is secreted daily, can have effects that last for years. So some hormones are also designed to stimulate the release of other hormones. That's why it gets so complicated. Uh, some exert effects throughout the body, whereas others act only on a small localized area. Hormones can be broadly classified into four categories based on how they work. Steroids, such as sex hormones and adrenal hormones. peptides. Uh, examples of which might be human growth hormone, insulin, melatonin, which helps you sleep, amino acid derivatives, such as adrenaline, and ecocinoids, which are uh, prostaglandins. Now, prostaglandins control inflammation. If you've heard me talk about the adrenal glands before, they produce prostaglandins. So prostaglandins can increase circulation, increase inflammation, or decrease it. So if I cut myself or I hit myself instantly, there's an inflammatory reaction. Then there's a feedback loop that says, okay, the body's getting better. Let's bring down the inflammation. That's your prostaglandins. Hormones are kept in balance, what we call homeostasis, through a complex feedback system. And the release is triggered by three mechanisms. One, specific molecules in your blood, uh, certain minerals and nutrients that send feedback mechanisms up to different parts of the body. Feedback means it goes and tells something else. It's done. What do I do next? Stimulation by other hormones, and that can be rising and falling of hormones. Uh, And then stimulation uh, by signals from your nervous system, which uh, leads to bursts of the hormones such as adrenaline. So if I get scared, bam, I get this release of adrenaline. Now, this is why the nervous system is so important, because everything we talk about, no matter what the show is, I've I've been lecturing for 30 years now. No matter what the lecture I give, everything we talk about is controlled by the nervous system. So the message is getting from the brain down the body out to the organs or the body and then back up again. And you generate your own electricity. That's the thing with the body, is we're not plugged into a wall. We have to generate our own electricity. And so you have to have a good balance of nutrients in order to release the hormones, to make the nervous system work. The nervous system has to tell the body to release the hormones. The hormones then affect the nervous system. That's why it's so important to put good food in your body. I just saw on the news this week, uh, there was a child in England, and they're claiming that he went deaf and blind from his bad diet. Because he's eating basically uh fish and chips i think is that's what they said that was his whole diet and so it affected his body folks i promise you if you eat poorly you will suffer the side effects you have to and here's the cool part there's so much good food that you don't have to eat poorly i went out with a couple of friends of mine the other day went out to an ethiopian restaurant my favorite cuisine by the way i'm italian half italian half german love ethiopian food and we went to an ethiopian restaurant and he's a meat eater, big meat eater. Now, he's got all sorts of health issues. He's, got, he's hunched over. He's got fractures. His joints are wearing out, a lot of physical trauma, too. But it's not good. And he's not that old. And I like him. He's a good friend of mine. So we talked about fixing his stomach because he had really bad. He was coughing constantly. I said, that's probably acid coming up in his throat. So at the end of dinner, I went back to his house, and I worked on his stomach. And he didn't cough for several hours, which was great. Hopefully, that stayed there. I don't know. I have to follow up with him. But we went out, we had Ethiopian food, and there were five of us. We all agreed we're just going to get the veggie plate. They have a veggie veggie combo. And about halfway through the meal, he looked at me, he said, if food always tasted this good, I wouldn't have to eat meat. And I said, you just haven't eaten the right food. Because if you start eating good food, you'll be amazed how good uh, non-animal-containing foods are. And then when you start doing it, you start feeling better, you'll say, why didn't I do this sooner? because that's what everybody says. So hormones can be affected by your food, and if you make good choices, it's easy. If you go to our website, drjoe.com, you could listen to two shows I want you to listen to aside from this one. First one, just type in the, in the search bar, seven deadly sins in nutrition. The second one I want you to listen to is called, so what can I eat? So we talk about what not to eat, what to eat. I have a book out there called Eating Right for the Health of It. Um, that explains to you what to eat, what not to eat. There's recipes in it. My other books, uh, one other book that I've written is called Prescription for Extreme Health. Very good guide on a lot of things we talk about. In case you're a reader, that's all on a website, drjoe.com. Now, back to hormones. I digress. Hormones can be endocrine or exocrine. Depends on how they're released. Endocrine hormones are released directly into your blood system from a gland, like pituitary gland, the thyroid gland, the ovary, the testicles. Exocrine glands are released into a duct or a tube, which uh, then is released into the body, such as salivary gland, or gastric glands into your stomach. Now, really not important how they get into the system, but some glands have both endocrine and exocrine functions, like your kidneys, your pancreas, your your, your gonads, your reproductive organs. And when you see the phrase endocrine system, this generally refers to the system of eight hormone-secreting glands, but not the other hormone-secreting tissues and organs, like the placenta, which secretes estrogen and progesterone during pregnancy. So let me give you some tips on things that you can do, because that's what everybody wants. Give it to me, Dr. Joe. What can I do? What can I do? Tip number one. Eat a real food diet, avoiding processed foods. A foundational strategy for preserving your natural hormone function is the first tip to balance out your hormones is to eat real food. Refined carbohydrates, damaged fats, things like heated fats, uh, processed fats, hydrogenated oils, can elevate your estrogen levels. And in some cases, as much as twice as normal. This may actually be a major cause of menopausal symptoms for many women. Processed foods may also alter other critical hormone levels Uh, that are loaded uh, with health-degrading ingredients, such as sugar, especially fructose. Genetically genetically engineered ingredients, like fructose. Most fructose or high-fructose corn syrup comes from genetically modified foods. Unhealthy vegetable oils, processed salt. If you're going to do salt, I recommend air-dried sea salt. Uh, Things like bromines and other chemicals. If you have bromine added to like bread, for example, as a dough conditioner, bromine can clog up your receptor sites in your thyroid, so you can't absorb iodine so your thyroid can't work. Whenever somebody says to me, Dr. Joe, what do I do about thyroid? Step number one, you have to avoid chlorine, fluorine, and bromine because they block up the receptor sites. Step number two, get some iodine in your diet. Things like Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, which, by the way, if you haven't heard me say it a thousand times, are the minimum amount of nutrients you need every single day. So we've got to get iodine into the thyroid. We've got to take the stuff out that's blocking up the receptor sites so you can absorb it. So a good diet, so important. If you're consuming a diet rich in whole organic or biodynamic foods grown without chemicals and pesticides, along with high-quality proteins and healthy fats, it goes a long way to keeping your hormones balanced, especially when combined with an effective fitness program. We've done shows on that before. If you go to website drjoe.com, just type in exercise or fitness, and you should bring up shows that we've done on exercise. Type in exercise. I know we did one just a few weeks ago. So as a general rule, fat-soluble vitamins are a benefit, have a beneficial effect on your sex hormones. Consuming supplements that are rich in vitamin A, for example, will benefit progesterone production. So what you do want to do, eat a diet rich in fresh organic fruits and vegetables. If you're going to eat fermented foods, that's great, like kimchi or sauerkraut. Spectacular. However, make sure they're not pasteurized. Most of them you can buy in a grocery store are pasteurized. A lot of nutrients are destroyed. Eat lots of dark green leafy vegetables. They're rich in magnesium, which facilitates sex hormone production. Magnesium supplementation can also help improve your sex hormone levels, including testosterone and human growth hormone. Most people are magnesium deficient. I always say people are deficient in magnesium, omega-3 fatty acids, and vitamin D. Those are the three that most people are deficient in, even with a good diet. So that's why I recommend Supergreens and Essential Source, because we have that in there. High-quality protein. It's important, as well as healthy fats can improve progesterone and DHEA secretion. So what's a high-quality protein? Plant-based proteins. You don't have to eat any extra protein, folks. I've never, in my 30 years of practice, ever met someone with a condition called quashicore, which is protein deficiency, unless they had severe diarrhea, if they were anorexic. But if you're eating food, chances are you're not gonna uh, be protein deficient. I've been a vegan now for 33, I guess, almost 34 years now. I am not protein deficient, I promise you. Where do cows get protein? Where do pigs get protein? Where do chickens get protein? From eating plants. There's plenty of protein in plants. Throw that myth out the door. Don't even ask me about protein in the future because it's a real simple answer. You're getting plenty. Things you want to avoid to help balance out your hormones. Sugar and fructose, including fresh fruit juice. Because juice doesn't have the fiber in it, it rapidly spikes your sugar. And it effectively blocks hormone secretion. Choose low fructose fruits and make sure you don't juice them. Regular alcohol consumption, this decreases uh, your growth hormone production. Having what just one drink a day can decrease your human growth hormone by 75%. Now, you're out there, you're working out, you're trying to build muscle. What do you need? You need human growth hormone. Human growth hormone is necessary, but if you're drinking after your workout, you pretty much wasted your whole workout. And human growth hormone is important. Also, alcohol lowers your testosterone levels. People say, well, Dr. Joe, i like to have a few drinks, and then I get all romantic. Well, that's going to lower your testosterone levels, and chances are you're not going to get all romantic. And especially as you get older, when your testosterone levels are lower, you're going to have a real tough time functioning. And that is one of the many reasons little blue pills are so popular, because they artificially correct the problem, for men especially, but it doesn't fix the cause. It treats the symptoms. Cut out the alcohol, chances are you won't need the little blue pills. If you're eating a lot of grains, if you're consuming grains, you want to avoid them altogether if you can but make sure if you're going to eat them that they're sprouted because the sprouted grains break down a lot of the chemicals and make it healthier. Unsprouted grains, sugar and fructose decrease 7 to 12 of the most important hormones. That is about 80 different hormones in the body, but sugar alone knocks out 7 to 12 of them. So you've got to cut out that sugar, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas. Folks, it's real easy. Again, go to the website drjoe.com, listen to the lecture that I did called So What Can I Eat? Just type it in the search bar and listen to that. Read my books, listen to more of these shows. We cover this in every show. And we have over 1,000 hours of podcasts on the website, drjoe.com. Tip number two to naturally balance out your hormones. Assess your adrenal health. Uh, your body has two adrenal glands. They're located just above your kidneys. And what they do is they produce several things. It's part of your endocrine system, and your adrenal glands secrete more than 50 different hormones making the health and function of your adrenals very important. It has to be a top priority. Make sure the adrenals are working. Both primary and secondary adrenal insufficiency can be diagnosed with a lab test. We can do it in our office if you'd like. More subtle abnormalities in the hypothalamus-pituitary axis, the adrenals, hypothalamus, and pituitary talk to each other, are more difficult to diagnose because you're not sure where the breakdown is. Uh, And there's no really accepted medical test to test all three of them at once. But we can test your adrenals at our office, If you're tired all the time, you have bags under your eyes, um, these are usually signs of adrenal insufficiency. And when we test it, yeah, we can prove it, and then what do we do? We get you on some supplements. We get you to stop stressing the adrenals. Caffeine, stimulant foods, acid, meats, dairies, coffee, sodas, artificial sweeteners, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, all these are depleting your adrenal glands. Why would you want to do that? I don't understand. Balance your thyroid function with supplements, things like ashwagandha. We use ashwagandha in Dr. Joe's adrenal support. If you never heard that word, it's an herb. It's a supplement, actually. Studies have shown ashwagandha helps normalize thyroid hormone levels and may be effective in treating subclinical hypothyroidism. In one study, ashwagandha was found to significantly improve serum thyroid-stimulating hormones, T3 and T4 levels, which are your thyroid hormones, compared to a a placebo. The function of the thyroid gland is regulated by two formations in the brain. The hypothalamus and the pituitary gland is two different parts of the brain. The hypothalamus collects input from the body systems and elevates if the thyroid gland should increase or decrease its production of what's called T3 and T4, thyroid 3 and thyroid 4. Thyroid 3 and thyroid 4 is required, and if one's rate of metabolism is slow, the thyroid is directed to produce more, what's called thyrotropin-releasing hormone. The thyrotropin-releasing hormone is transported through the body and once it reaches the pituitary gland, it stimulates it to thyroid-stimulating hormone. Again, it's, it, it, it's a little complicated there, but ashwagandha comes in to help remedy this problem. That's why we put ashwagandha in our, thyro- in our adrenal support because the thyroid gland is so important and you've got to get it working properly. So with the thyroid gland, uh, you've got to get the adrenals, you've got to get the pituitary gland. The easiest way to fix this is feed the adrenals. And Dr. Joe's adrenal support is something I take every single day. I take I take super and essential source every day, thyroid uh, uh, sorry adrenal support every single day. I take Dr. Joe's omega three because I'm a vegan. I want to make sure I get my omega three fatty acids in there. Uh, I take men's hormone. I take the DHEA to help balance out the hormones. So I take a few supplements every day, and I tell you what, I'm getting good. Life is really good. Most people my age are, look a lot older than me. I've had many people my age die already. And whenever I meet somebody, so I went to a party the other day. I ran into somebody I hadn't seen in 10 years. She said, you look younger than you did 10 years ago. What's your secret? My secret is this. I just don't wear out my body. I take care of my body. And so I'm not younger than everybody else. I just don't look as old as everybody else does. And I function a lot, lot h- higher level too, I find. And it's a lot more fun being healthy than to be sick. So again, the minimum supplements would be super greens and essential source. But I would suggest that we, if you want, we can actually put together a protocol for you on what supplements you need specifically. And we can do that on the website, drjoe.com. We have something called a Symptom System Survey. You can fill it out and send it in to us. We can do an analysis. Call my office first and we'll explain how that all works. We can do it over the phone if we need to. Uh, I know this show goes all over the world. We can do it on Skype if we need to. Uh, The blood work, the the micronutrient testing is really important if we we really want to get deep into what's going on. with that micronutrient test, we can test hormone levels. There's a lot of things we can do to help you get well. And through chiropractic, we open up the nerve supply, which really is the basis of everything, so that the nerve, the brain can tell the body how to work through the nerves. So we have a whole plan for you. It's not hard. It's relatively inexpensive. It's extremely effective in most cases. Can't make promises or guarantees on anyone. But I can't imagine why you wouldn't do it. I don't understand. It's the least expensive, most effective treatment, especially for back pain and neck pain, than anything out there. Why wouldn't you do it? I don't know. It drives me nuts. All right, other tips. I'm off on my little soapbox there. Other tips help balance out your hormones. Uh, plant remedies for women, PMS, and other menstruation issues can also be addressed through a number of remedies. One of them is called cramp bark. Yes, that's what it's called. It can help relieve muscle spasms and is often used to relieve menstrual cramps. Uh, it's also known as a uterine relaxant and contains anti-spasmodic anti-spas- uh, chemicals in it. Now, from a chiropractic standpoint, there's also an acupressure point in the ankle. Now, it's hard for me to show you this, especially on you know TV or radio. Um, but if you ever come in our office and, and you know somebody with menstrual cramps, I can show you the point on the ankle. It's right below what's called the in- internal malleolus. And you rub it, and it's amazing how it relieves cramps. I had women for many, many, many years, all, ever since I learned about this. If women having menstrual cramps, I rub the point, and I teach them to rub it themselves. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, that works so quick without the drugs. Don't ever do this on a woman who's, who's in labor or pregnant because it's, it causes the uterus to start relaxing and changing. So don't do that. But really effective technique. It's really kind of fun. Uh, So that's a cramp bark is one of the supplements I may recommend. Black cohosh. Traditionally used to regulate body temperature and treat menopausal symptoms such as hot flashes. But it's also known to have a relaxant effect on the uterus. Tip number four. so many tips and not enough time. To help balance out your hormones. Boost your testosterone production naturally. Testosterone plays an important role in men's health and women. It affects your sex drive, but it also affects muscle mass, bone density, Uh, blood cells, and general sense of vigor and well-being. Testosterone makes you feel good. Beginning around age 30, men's testosterone levels decline, and as they do so, as time goes on, if you don't do anything proactively to address the problem, common symptoms of declining testosterone is decreased sex drive, erectile dysfunction, other problems, urinating, depression, difficulties in concentration, weight gain, breast enlargement. Now, we can test the hormones along with our micronutrient test. I said that before. So if you want to come in and get the blood work done, we'll give you the kit, get the blood work drawn, and we'll send it off and we'll get our results. We can test your hormone levels, which is great. Even a female sex hormone, estrogen, it's a low concentration in in men, plays a critical role in men's health. And also, uh, the singular focus on testosterone replacement may be inappropriate. Let me say that again. Testosterone replacement may be inappropriate. And an unnecessary risk. There's a set of seven interconnected, federal-funded clinical trials involving men ages 65 and older that revealed both benefits and risk of testosterone treatment. Older men with low testosterone, short-term, one-year treatment, found to boost bone density and strength, especially in the spine, which is great as a chiropractor, I worry about the spine. As far as cognition goes and brain function, really not a significant improvement. Men's memory, not much of a change. On the downside... One year of testosterone treatment also increased the risk of cardiovascular events in men 65 and older who had serum serum testosterone below 275, which is how we measure it. That's pretty low. Symptoms of hypogonadism, which is testicles shrinking up and not working. Uh, Those receiving testosterone had a greater risk of in coronary heart plaque. 20% increase compared to uh, people that didn't take it. Uh, That's a rather significant difference. In another study, men age 65 and older took testosterone; doubled their risk of heart attack within the first three months of use, even if they did not have a heart attack prior to starting the therapy. So the results are similar in younger men diagnosed with heart disease. So the good news is that there are many ways you can optimize your testosterone naturally, and if you start taking testosterone treatments, not a good idea. In fact, a while ago, a company came to me and they said, "Dr. Joe, we want to uh, want you to represent us. We want you to be our spokesperson." for testosterone. I said, OK, so they tested my testosterone and they said it was low. So I did my research. And they were testing me for somebody who was 15 years younger than me. And I said, well, I'm not going to have the same testosterone levels as somebody 15 years younger than me. And they said, well, that's just the standard that we use. Well, then you're lying to people. When I, had my te- when I tested against people my age, I was in a high level of normal. So don't be duped into thinking you need these tests when you may not. Things you can do to raise your testosterone levels, weight loss, Visceral fat, you know, belly fat has been shown to suppress testosterone. The fatty you are, the more estrogen you produce, less testosterone you do. Cut out your sugar. Insulin spikes sabotage testosterone levels. Uh, exercise is important. Vitamin D levels. I've told you this forever, folks. Vitamin D is the least expensive, most effective insurance policy you'll ever buy when it comes to supplements. Requires several different nutrients to make testosterone and many times were depleted in vitamin D and zinc. Once again... Eating nuts is going to get your zinc levels up. Eating fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source. But we can test your vitamin D in our office, but get that vitamin D back to normal. Every time I do research, I find vitamin D does so many different things. The immune system, bone growth, brain function. Uh, Now, testosterone levels, it's the least expensive, most effective insurance policy you'll ever buy. It's five drops of Dr. Joe's vitamin D. It's on the website, drjoe.com, is all you need. Most cases. Reduce stress. Unaddressed chronic stress can lead to cortisol levels being high, which inhibits testosterone production. Zinc and magnesium is important. It's one of the nutrients required for testosterone production. Magnesium has been shown to improve sex hormone levels, including testosterone and human growth hormone. As I said, most people are deficient in magnesium. So things like super greens and essential source, eating a lot of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, you solve the problem. It's quick, it's easy, it's inexpensive, you feel great. There's no downside to getting healthy, folks, except one. I'll give you the one. A lot of junk food tastes good. I'm not going to lie to you. I remember meatball sandwiches. Boy, they were good. Bread, meat, which has used as steroids, hormones, chemicals, pesticides, herbicides, genetically modified foods. Uh, cheeses in there, same thing. High cholesterol, high, high chemicals. Does it taste good yet? Yeah. Is it worth it? No. So eating a lot of good foods like fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds is really where you want to be in order to get well and stay well. So the protocol I would recommend for you, for hormones or anything, get the nervous system working properly. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, those are signs of pinched nerves. Come see us. If it's something we can help, we'll tell you. If it's something we can't help, we're going to tell you that too. Get the diet right. Make sure you're eating fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Minimum supplements, super greens, an essential source, and especially in a winter, vitamin D. But there's other ones, too. Omega-3 fatty acids I take. I take adrenal support. I recommend those as well. Make sure your digestive system is working. If you have digestive problems, come see us. It may be something as simple as adjusting the stomach, pulling it away from the diaphragm. Whenever I eat a cooked meal, I take Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes to help break down my food. I'm not young anymore. I've got to make sure I have the enzymes to help digest my food properly. So if you want to make an appointment, do it right now. Go to our website, drjoe.com. We have offices in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We work with most insurance companies, car accidents, sports injuries. Do it right now. If you have questions, call the office. The number's on the website. The website, again, drjoe.com. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB radio app.